Hello. Welcome to the Root of All Podcasts. I am Miles Newverth, the more definitely more professional type brother. <laughs> and I'm Devin Newverth, the less liar of a brother. <laughs> he's the he's the wacky I'm the, the more honester brother. He's the wacky one, <laughs> and I'm the I'm the professional I, one. I'm, <laughs> yep, that's me the goofy wacky brother. Yeah. Everyone uh, knows that. Yeah, Devin. Devin, you got. Oh, we gotta go. We gotta go one, one episode without talking about cartoons. Try and try and rein it in this time, Devin. <laughs> uh, bonkers. Um, uh, fairly odd parents. You didn't even mention Tailspin. Oh, Tailspin. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do like this idea of like, um, picture picture a world where our audience can't tell us apart. Maybe they can't. Who knows? We're brothers. That happens. <laughs> yeah. But because they can't tell us apart yet, I, I, I like committed to trying to convince them that I was <laughs> the serious brother. Uh, it, it's like the, the, the bit from the office where Jim comes in dressed as Dwight. Like that's, that's, that would be me, but as you and in our Skype call, I would have a mustache right now, but um, the audience wouldn't know that. They well, they might. Maybe they can hear my mustache in my voice. It's true. Can you hear my mustache? It's growing. It's <laughs> growing for November right now. Can you yes. hear it growing? Little little reminder to our um the root root heads out there, the root bears. That's it. <laughs> the root bear barrels. That's our that's our fandom. I don't know about that. I don't know what any of that was. Um, that uh, brother brother over there, the Devon brother, is doing. Movember still, so if you guys want to donate, we've posted a few links via our Twitter. I say our Twitter. Devin runs it entirely and does a great job with it. I try. Um, he's posted some links there, uh, and our Facebook. We've posted some links there. So if you want to donate to Men's Health, uh, if you're curious about like more about Movember, you can listen to our last episode and hear all about it. Yeah, do that. So this episode is going to be about. A thing. Yeah, we're doing it. It's about like the original conceit was we're going to talk about Thanksgiving, but it's more more we're talking about like specifically like Thanksgiving traditions or ways people celebrate American Thanksgiving. Uh, We're doing this because we've gotten a little heavy in the past. And I say we, uh, I mean, brother has (laughs) being the more doing podcasts based on more like science and history has done had to talk about some more serious topics. And it's hard to talk about Thanksgiving in the history of it without getting into some some heavy stuff and he should have a break from that so as opposed to talking about the history of thanksgiving which we are aware is is sordid and horrible in a lot of ways yeah. um we are not ignoring that but we decided you don't need to hear it from us maybe next year <laughs> maybe next year um obviously there's a million sources out there where you can get more info about why the history of thanksgiving is sordid and horrible we are going to talk about just some 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 ways people celebrate Thanksgiving for the most part, I believe. Yeah, I a lot of uh, a lot of my podcast is about like the food of Thanksgiving. So right. like food and traditions is kind of I think what we're going with for Thanksgiving this go around. Great. Do you want to do you want to get started on your on your podcast? What did you listen to this week? Sure. Um, I listened to Black and Yellow podcast, um, which is part of the Zeitgeist network of podcasts. Um, it is hosted by Alana and Jacqueline. That's a very good podcast uh, network name, Zeitheist. I love that. It's pretty cool. Love a good pun. Um, so they are Alana is black and uh, Jacqueline is Asian. And so they talk about uh, basically what it's like being black and or Asian women today. Um, but this particular episode is called Not Your Average Turkey Day. It was put out last November 21st, uh, which would be in 2018, if you're listening to this in the future times. Right. And uh, it was about 42 minutes long. Uh, basically, they talk about their experiences with Thanksgiving, being black and Asian, and what kind of uh, foods and traditions they have there. Alana talks a lot about her thanksgiving and about how in her household turkey is like a thing but it's not like the most important thing they have 
uh, other foods that are more important, uh, like gumbo and mac and cheese, are right. apparently very important. I love um, some mac and cheese. Big fan, personally. They spent a lot of time throwing shade at uh, mashed potatoes, at, at pumpkin pie, and especially at green bean casserole. Ouch. Um, my, my inner Minnesotan hurts. For the for for the for the damage casserole took in the conversation, but okay. Uh, oh, I don't really, I I don't really remember green bean casserole being a thing. I do, I mostly remember that the only part I really liked were the crispy onions on top. I oh. I could mess up those crispy onions. I would leave the green beans straight up on the plate, and but I don't <laughs> I don't blame the and we're Minnesotan, so that was a hot dish. Um, I don't blame the hot dish for that. That was more me having a little small child brain and mouth mm-hmm. mm, crispy onions yeah those are great <laughs> thing is like because i mean as a kid you have so many more flavor receptors uh so which is which is why like a lot of times kids are more picky about food and like the green bean flavor it was too much and it was a bad whereas like the onions were a lot of flavor in the good direction so <laughs> <laughs> uh i i just don't really remember that being an important part of my thanksgiving um sure but so i didn't really i didn't really mind that but mashed potatoes are are something that isn't super complicated but are like it's real easy to make bad mashed potatoes <laughs> and not that much harder to make good mashed potatoes like Do we... it, it doesn't take a lot of work to make good ones, but you have to like put your mind to it a little bit. You can't just throw butter in so, potatoes and mash them up. I know a lot of our audience has heard this anecdote, but should we share the mashed potatoes incident? Oh on god. The internet? <laughs> that has nothing to do with Thanksgiving. No, but it does have something to do with mashed potatoes. And we so we do have this mashed potato incident. Oh god. I will, oh, I'll, I'll dive into it for him. I'll dive into it for him. Uh, so me and brother, brother's obviously uh, two years, two and a half, one and a half, somewhere. <clears throat> two years older than me. Yeah. Uh, so we were at times in our childhood left alone. He was he was obviously in charge. But um, at times this turned out to be a questionable uh, decision on our <laughs> parents. We love you very much, parents. But one uh, night we both loved mashed potatoes. And one night we're like, we can make mashed potatoes. This shouldn't be hard at all. So <laughs> we decide together we're going to do it. Uh, we get the potatoes. Now, my, when was this? This had to have been... It was newest house. So it was. I was in, probably in fourth or fifth grade. Like Bamber Valley. Age. Yeah. So so we were... Uh, so I was in middle school. I mean, the internet was around, but it was not like... We didn't have phones. We didn't have... And it was potentially uh, The computer locked. was probably locked. Yeah. So it's not like we could like... It's not like we could like look up how to make mashed potatoes. We just had to try to remember how to make mashed potatoes. Our and we knew idea. that they had to be mashed and yeah. had they had milky stuff in them. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we got the potatoes. We I think we might have peeled them. And we're like, wait, how do we mash these? Not so we sure. tried mashing cold didn't, potatoes. Didn't so uh, let's dice it up first. <laughs> we'll dice them up first. So we cut them into cubes. Uh, still wouldn't dice. We're like, maybe if you add the, the butter and the, and the milk... So we that had a bowl of cubes of potatoes with the butter and milk. <laughs> we might have tried the blender at some point. I don't remember. But I think it, no, we put some in a blender. At no point did we think, cook them. We, at no point did we toss them in the microwave. <laughs> do we, we even put these things on the stove? I mean, the stove was not my friend as a child. I didn't really mess with that. My, it was microwave or bus. Uh, but yeah, it was just, <laughs> with sometimes it was both. It was sometimes like, it was a microwave like, and bust. It was like yeah, the the worst like bowl of cereal in the world, and just like a bowl with milk and cubes of potato in it. We ended up making a huge mess trying to mash this. <laughs> Mom and Dad came home, and I'm pretty sure Mom died laughing at us. Um, <laughs> they, they, well, the best part is that I'm pretty sure that was one of those times that they called us like right before they got home too. <laughs> So then we're like, they call, they like to call us like right at the bottom of the hill is what we called it, which was like maybe like four or five blocks away. Yeah. Uh, they would call us and be like, we're almost home just to give us like 45 seconds to try to, to look like we weren't making mess. trouble. <laughs> and I think we just left it on the counter and ran downstairs. <laughs> 
man. So they came home, and we were just, like, downstairs hanging out, and there was just this nasty mess of milky, sour, creamy, cold, yes. unmashed potatoes. Oh, my God. Um... <laughs> Uh, Dad made really good mashed, still makes really good mashed potatoes. Um, and we just wanted some. Is that too much to ask? <laughs> yes. We just wanted some mashed potatoes. You gotta be we smarter than potatoes, apparently, and we were not on this day. So. <laughs> Alright, um, so they, they, they tore into mashed potatoes. Yeah. They so tore they were into talking, casserole. They, they were talking about, uh, they were, uh, talking smack about mashed potatoes, uh, talking about, uh, green bean casserole. They, uh, we're, you know, we're just talking about how, like, at, at Black and Asian households, there's, uh, th- they make sure that they have tons of food and never run out of anything. Um, Jacqueline basically just said for their Thanksgiving, they didn't really have, like, a lot of special foods. They just ate a lot of foods. Like, they just ate a ton of it. You know, Great. like, Asian food, but just a lot of it. And had a bunch of people over. So it wasn't like, you know... Oh, uh, so some of the things that they, uh, that, um, that Alana was saying, uh, they had at their Thanksgiving that was, you know, set separate from, say, our experience growing up, brother, sure. was that, like I said, mac and cheese, I don't think we ever had mac and cheese at our Thanksgiving growing up. Yeah. Um, she talked about the, about stuffing versus dressing, uh, which her huh. main... Her the main thing that she said was different was that it was instead of like white bread it used cornbread, okay. which I've had cornbread stuffing and it's really good. But like she made a big deal about it, so that's a thing. Fair enough. She I already mentioned gumbo and that was a whole thing. And oh, uh, she said that instead of rolls they had uh, monkey bread, Ooh. and they even did like a sweet monkey like a cinnamon. Type monkey bread. Yeah, that's um, the only monkey bread I've ever had. Yeah, I loved that. Uh, there are like a garlic, cheesy, savory type of monkey bread too. That makes sense. But yeah, classic cinnamon monkey bread is is my memory also. Yeah. But uh, but that's kind of what what she talked about, um, and what they talked about. It's it was a really it's a really interesting episode of their podcast. It's really cool to kind of peer into other families' traditions and what they eat and, and how that works for them. So, yeah, it was really, really interesting. So I had some fun facts. I had to uh, carve down a little bit just because, like I said, we're staying, uh, sticking to, like, tradition-type stuff versus the darker aspect. The sordid past. <laughs> the sordid past. The real spookiest holiday. All right. So the first... Uh, so this is um, all from an article on goodhousekeeping.com. Uh, right. Written by Taylor Murphy uh, that just came out November 5th, 2019. Taylor Murphy. The, sure. Hmm. Um, okay. The uh, first make Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade did not have any balloons. What? Just floats? Uh, they had floats with puppets on them. Okay. And uh, they had they had animals from the zoo. What? Yeah. They had <laughs> zoo animals That's and wild. puppets, but no, but no balloons. Um, TV dinners were inspired by a Thanksgiving mix-up. What? In 1953, a Swanson employee accidentally ordered way too much turkey. 260 tons of turkey, to be precise. So, in order to use up all the turkey before it went bad, there was a, uh, Jerry Thomas, who's a salesman for Swanson... Took inspiration from airplane food, because at the time, they served, like, meals on airplanes. Yeah. And came up with the idea of filling aluminum trays with turkey and, you know, some side dishes and stuff, and getting rid of the turkey that way. And thus, the TV dinner was was started. Yeah. I do like the idea. It didn't occur to me until you said that thing about, like, updating that old... That like hackneyed, often referenced um, stand-up joke would be like, "What is airplane food?" As opposed to, "What's the deal with it?" Because it just doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. <laughs> uh, basically, at this point, you get a tiny bag that has 
um, some air particles that used to be near peanuts. Yeah. And you open the bag and you smell it, and it smells vaguely of mixed nuts, and that's your airline food. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, that's our that's our airline joke. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we're not stand ups. <laughs> that's our uh, obligatory airline food joke, because every. Everyone who ever tells a joke at some point in life has to tell a joke about airline food. Yeah. And we just knocked ours out right now. So we're done with it. There it was. I remember we had TV dinners every now and then growing up. Sure. What I remember is, is for some reason, I was always excited about it. I don't know why. For some Uh, reason, I'm like, yes. Because you could pick one and you got to eat your own special thing and you could pick one with dessert. Yeah. Sometimes they had a dessert. Yeah. Which was, that's, that was exciting. You know? Yeah. Okay. The next fun fact is every year, approximately 46 million turkeys are cooked just for Thanksgiving. Fair enough. That's that that, that tracks. Um, turkeys. Up. <laughs> that's a lot of turkeys. That's all, that's um, all the turkey. It's every turkey. Oh no. No, there's a, they at least they pardon one. <laughs> that, oh right, 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 right. One, and then they use that one to propagate more turkeys for next year. All so that turkey gets real busy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, He's like, it's only one turkey, so it's cloning. Every turkey is, <laughs> is always the same turkey. There's only one turkey. There's only one turkey. It's just like bananas. Yeah. Did you know that all bananas are cloned from one banana tree? I didn't remember that, but as soon as you said it, I realized that I had heard that in the past at some point. Yeah, it's a truth fact. Here's another truth fact. That big number of turkeys that I just said that I'm not going to say again... According to the National Turkey Federation, um, only 88% of Americans eat turkey on Thanksgiving. Oh. Which means that there is 12% that are vegetarian or just un-American. (laughs) Un-American. Or vegetarian, you know. I said vegetarian. Yeah, no, no. I'm I'm just clarifying like that, that if you eat meat... If you do eat meat, but not turkey on Thanksgiving, un-American. Yeah, but just yeah, not eating a... meat, that's acceptable. We're, we're, we're accepting of, of vegetarians. <laughs> you can be a vegetarian, that's yeah. fine, and still be American. Yeah. But if you do eat meat and don't eat turkey on Thanksgiving, then what's wrong with you? That's a crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That tracks. <laughs> uh, the Butterball Turkey Talk Line answers almost 100,000 calls every year. Right. Because, right, I forgot this was a thing. Because people only cook turkey once a year because, you know, uh, to kind of go against what we just said, turkey's not that great. And <laughs> yeah. so, and it's like they're giant and annoying to cook. And so people don't do it except for most people, you know, most people only cook turkey once a year. So they need help. <laughs> sure. And in recent years, they actually have a text line that you can text as well. Nice. You know, that way, if you're socially anxious, you can still get help with your turkey. Yeah. I won't be cooking a turkey this year, but. But if you if you do, if you did, I can text text, which I'm great. Didn't have to talk to another human. Yeah. An estimated 50 million pumpkin pies are eaten on Thanksgiving. Awesome. Love that. I only eat like half of those. Half of those are only like half of those are exclusively me. So it's good that there's <laughs> so enough pumpkin pies. Twenty five million pumpkin else. pies yeah. are eaten by non Miles Newberth. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was watching something the other day, a YouTube video where someone was making pumpkin pies. Uh, then they made a pepperoni pizza pumpkin pie, uh, where they had their pumpkin pie and then they topped it with tomato sauce cheese and pepperoni and then baked it and it <laughs> looked awesome it looked like a literal huh. crime that i would probably have just loved i would have loved it <laughs> yeah that sounds like a crime um yeah, I'll agree I'm, a, with that. I'm a food criminal though that's how i roll <laughs> that's fair yeah food criminal Perfect. There we go. Now we're bankrupt because we can never <laughs> afford even those few notes. We will be sued to death. Sued, to, um, sued unto death. Yes. The oh, Black Friday is the busiest day of the year for plumbers. Really? Yes. You think they give uh, Black Black Friday specials on their prices? I don't, I don't think there's a lot of a lot of Black Friday plumber deals. 
Probably not. <laughs> I would, uh, I would charge. The, the article said Friday. basically because people have so many people over and there's so much food. Uh, there, there's not all of it is 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 toilet crimes, <laughs> right? But some, of, but some of it is definitely toilet crimes. Some of it is toilet crimes, but for sure. Um, but Rotor, the, there, there's a website that I don't remember from the article. Read the article. I can. I'll post a link to the article, um, in the description. It's not all. It's not all toilet crimes. Some of it is, uh, garbage disposal crimes. Also, you know, because people are at houses that they aren't. You know, they're only at once or twice a year. And so they go to put stuff down the disposal that maybe shouldn't go down to the disposal. Yeah, that makes sense. So, sometimes it's garbage disposal crimes. Over 32 million people begin Black Friday shopping on Thanksgiving. Interesting. I don't even begin Black Friday shopping on Black Friday. Uh, I, I, I just want to say that uh, 31 million of those, as they're checking out at the store on Thanksgiving, will comment to the cashier, I can't believe you guys are open on Thanksgiving. That's ridiculous. They shouldn't make you guys work on Thanksgiving. Yep. I blame late-stage capitalism. I just think it's hilarious when people... Literally, because uh, uh, I used to work a lot of retail. You would literally hear people that are shopping on that day be like, I couldn't believe you guys are open. So you're, you're here. Well, you guys like, shouldn't be open. You're here. That's why we're open. Yeah. <laughs> don't be here if you don't think we should be open. Yeah. If, if yeah, money talks... If you, if everyone in the country refused to decided shop. not to spend money on Thanksgiving, stores would close on Thanksgiving. Yeah, because it wouldn't be caught there. Wouldn't be cost. Their effective. only goal is to make money. If they yep. did not make money from being open on Thanksgiving, they wouldn't do it. Yep, that's it, a hundred percent. So why don't I go ahead and I'm gonna give my podcast uh, contact information. We can talk a little bit about our our Thanksgiving growing up and what we used to do. Yeah. And then you can get into your podcast. All right. Um, so I've got, uh, like I said, uh, Black and Yellow Podcast. They're on Instagram at Black and Yellow Podcast. And then they have their own accounts as well, which will be in our description because I don't even want to try to say their last names because um, I will say them wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so, but they'll be in the description. And I could not find a Twitter for the podcast, but they do have an Instagram. So check that out. So, our Thanksgiving, growing up, we, we had the same one because, you know, we're, we're brothers and, um... Yeah. Yeah, um, so, Thanksgiving, was that one of the ones we would go to Grandma's house for? When we were younger, when we were younger, we would always go to, to Grandma and Grandpa's house. Like, Mom's um, side, yeah? Yeah, in Austin, Minnesota, which was like an hour away. That was fun because they had a they had a house with a basement that we could run around. Yeah, we would just go play in the basement. Um, they had a Nintendo Entertainment System, the NES, and we would play that some. I remember being so baffled as to how Duck Hunt worked. Because, <laughs> like, I had enough of an understanding of electronics to be like, there's no sensors. Like, how does it know where the gun is pointing? And it wasn't until I was a, a whole adult that I actually found out how it worked. And it's actually really cool. Are you familiar with how the light guns on the NES work? No. Basically, there's a small camera inside of the, the gun. And, you know, when you pulled the trigger, it would, like, do a screen flash, like a muzzle flare? Yeah. The whole screen would flash white, except for the ducks would flash black. So when it pulled the trigger, if the camera on the gun was pointing at black, or whatever color each duck was, it would know that you hit the duck. Huh. Right? Cool. That's clever, right? Those guys. Those Nintendo guys. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. Yeah. I got like, neither of us were ever particularly good at video games. So, like, we would play Mario and, like... I would play and do very bad, and you would play and do better. And I was like, oh, Devin's good at video games. And like now that I know what people who are good at video games can do at Mario, <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, we both just sucked, huh? <laughs> yeah. It's like there's so many levels of Mario I've never seen. I just never yeah. saw because I wasn't powerful <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it, some of it's patience, and some of it's the fact that like we didn't have a working NES for very, yeah. like... And so we you didn't have time to to get good at at those games. Yeah. 
And like, those my... early games were made kind of like arcade style, and especially if you're having to take turns, you're, there's only so much playtime you get. Yeah, and like I, I was, I was on 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 the younger end, so I had to, like a dumb brain that was less coordinated. But like even now, with my like fully coordinated adult brain, I'm not very good at video games. Way better than I was as a kid, but still not very good. <laughs> Something feels so very Thanksgiving, and I know it's just because it was my Thanksgiving. But like, like classic games like the NES system just remind me of Thanksgiving, and that's mm-hmm. mostly just because that's when we got to play them. Yeah, we got to play. It was mostly Mario that we would play. I think they had Cubert. No, we I... had Cubert. I hate Cubert for this reason. <laughs> we so for a while we had an, the NES. And we had a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game that I loved. It was my favorite yeah. game. It was multiplayer at the same time. We could both play at the same time. And after like a week, it broke. And Dad's like, "All right, I'll see if I can get a new one." He takes to the store, can't find it. What game does he bring back? Cubert. <laughs> I could not, for the life of me, figure out how to play Cubert. I had a directional pad that went up, down, left, right. Every screen on Cubert was set on diagonals and i (laughs) could not remember if going down to the right was the down button or the right button i died every time i played this game i hated it it was my least favorite game in the world (laughs) it was it was a little weird because yeah all the directions were were angular like offset by 45 degrees and i feel like if i hadn't had to trade my this game i idolized because i barely i only got to play it for a week if i didn't have to trade this idolized game for it i might not hate cubert but i do <laughs> you I hate do. it i see the Damn. cabinet at barcade sometimes i'm like mm, cubert i hate you <laughs> i hate you cubert <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah so i mean oh, what we, were we our we foods would... what did we eat deviled eggs i always made grandma make deviled eggs because i love she them. would well she always made deviled eggs she would always for me and dad she would always leave a few non-deviled eggs that yeah. she just made hard-boiled and cut for us, because me and Dad didn't like hard boiled, uh, didn't like deviled eggs, so yeah. she would leave like she would leave like two eggs alone, regular style, and yeah. everyone else liked double eggs, deviled yeah. eggs. So she always Especially made those. Especially me and Aunt Amy, we would we would fight over over the deviled eggs. We had, we would always have eggs. We obviously turkey, the driest turkey yeah. anyone's ever had on the That's planet. That's why you needed mashed potatoes and gravy. It was to oh. to eat in the <laughs> same spoonful as the turkey to make it palatable. Uh, uh, well, and then it got to a point where dad would bring mashed potatoes because grandma's mashed potatoes were just literally cooked potatoes that she mashed and maybe put butter in, maybe, but mostly like butter on the side. Like if you want butter in your mashed potatoes, you can put some in there. Yeah. (laughs) So dad started bringing potatoes. We'd usually, uh, we usually would have pecan pie because mom loved that. So we'd. It, it was like a lot of this is stuff that we would have would be like one person liked a thing. And so that thing would get made. Was it Watergate salad? Yes. Watergate salad. It's which the is the least salad salad in the world. No, there's a lot of salads like it. I've heard um, a similar salad referred to as snicker salad. So the kids at home might know what that is. No. Yeah. But that's a different thing. So Watergate salad, just so everyone at home knows what we're talking about. Uh, you take pistachio pudding mix and just put it, uh, you mix it up with pineapple, uh, crushed pineapple uh, with the juice and then whipped cream and marshmallow, mini marshmallows and uh, nuts of some kind, like pecans is my preference. And you just mix that all together and it is green and delicious and ridiculous not at all a salad it's it's the most like it's kind of a fruit salad mom thing i've ever i mean it's green like a salad it's green like a salad and has fruit in it i have snicker salad doesn't have fruit so i would say that (laughs) i as an adult i could no longer palate this watergate salad i believe but um, i love watergate salad i still make i still make it some years or i had or i make hannah make it the thing i'll (laughs) make from thanksgiving is deviled eggs like whenever like the thing that makes my new york thanksgivings a thanksgiving is i have made deviled eggs oh yeah yeah well that's good, I guess. You you, <laughs> you could make those anytime. They're I do sometimes, but like... You <laughs> You're know. like, mmm, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Even though it's July. Thanksgiving. Make some of the box stuffing. Box stuffing is go, way better than go, it has any right to be. 
coming from a box. Go uh, eat some deviled eggs and stare down Cubert and think of Thanksgiving. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh. so I should probably talk about my show, huh? They've... Yeah, go ahead and do that thing. All right, so um, my my podcast is not about Thanksgiving traditions. My podcast is um, my favorite modern Thanksgiving tradition. To give a little history on this, um, this podcast is a, a collaborative effort from two players in the podcasting game. Uh, on the one hand, you have Tim and Guy, who are uh, New Zealand-based podcasters. They uh, they have a podcast called The Worst Idea of All Time. If you're familiar with it, then you know. Then you know. If you're not, The Worst Idea <laughs> of All Time is they basically, every season, so about a year, they will spend uh, every week, um, once a week, they will rewatch a movie and talk about it. So their first season of The Worst Idea of All Time was, I think, Grown Ups 2? Uh, every <laughs> week they watched Grown Ups 2 and reviewed it <laughs> for oh whatever 50 to 59 weeks whatever it was um, their second season was sex and the city every week oh. they would watch this. and so apparently what happens Woof. i've actually not watched the worst study of all time but apparently what happens is at some point like i mean even on your second time watching and talking about a movie you start to look for like these little things that you enjoyed or They'll apparently like build up lore on these background characters, and and it just becomes this this odd uh, thing. Um, but I haven't seen, I haven't listened to the podcast, but I've heard good things about it. Um, the other player in this collaborative supergroup podcast that I'm going to be talking about is the McElroy brothers. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, Griffin, Travis, and Justin McElroy, uh, the three people who got me into podcasts. Honestly, um, Dave. Together, their flagship podcast is My Brother and My Brother and Me, an advice show for the modern era. Um, the three of them, with their dad, uh, do a, a podcast called The Adventure Zone, um, which is a D&D actual play podcast that I'm a big fan of. Um, and I, just started, these... I just started listening to that one. The Adventure Zone? Yeah. Yeah. Did you start with the beginning or did you start? Yeah, yeah. I, start, I started at the beginning. Oh, well, Good. So, uh, so I did. Uh, I since July, I started what, listening to Mabim Bam. Like, right. I started in this July, which was a few months ago, and have now caught up with my brother, my brother, and me since July, which is almost 500 episodes at this point. Yeah. Just shy of 500 episodes. Um, and at when they first came out with the idea for Adventure Zone, they put the first episode in the RSS feed for my brother, my brother, and me. Yeah, it was just supposed to be a little <clears throat> one-off throwaway thing where they just played D&D once with their dad. But people yeah, loved well, it. Yeah, people loved it. And, uh, but they, some people loved it, and some people just wanted advice for the modern era. So they made its own RSS feed, and uh, it's it's really funny. It's a lot of the, the humor is definitely very similar, and you can definitely hear from their dad where they got their sense of humor. Yes. Um, Especially but, Travis. I think Travis is such a little, a little Clint McElroy. Like, <laughs> but so if you... Uh, so like, especially now that I'm caught up on my brother, my brother and me, and there's none, no more of that. It's nice to get some of the sim, some of the similar humor, but with, uh, like an actual story baked in with, yeah. uh, Adventure Zone. And that story goes some places. I'm excited to talk to you later about the Adventure Zone. But yeah, no. So, uh, the McCoy brothers and Tim and Guy from the worst idea of all time got together to do what they call an eternal podcast. It will last forever. Uh, when one of them dies... Uh, someone needs to take their place um, and what this podcast is called is um, Till Death Do Us Blart and this <laughs> is a Thanksgiving tradition because it's released once a year every year on American Thanksgiving and what Till Death Do Us Blart is is um, these five people once a year will watch Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 and talk about it uh, so I have a question before yes. you get any further how many of them have watched Paul Bart Mark Mall Cop One? Um, so in the episode I re-listened to, because I've I'd already heard all of these episodes. There are only five <laughs> at the moment. Um, I already heard them all. Um, but at on the first episode, none of them. I okay. think in a later <laughs> year, uh, like I think Travis decides to get crazy with it and finally watch uh Paul Bart Mall Cop One. <laughs> I think you know you got to mix it up. Um. You're, you're... I have seen Paul Blart Mall Cop 1. 
I have not seen Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. I have, however, <laughs> listened to five, I think five separate podcasts about it. Um, and what I will do, what's my, what my Thanksgiving tradition is, is leading up to Thanksgiving, I will re-binge all of the episodes of this podcast. And then I will listen to the new one on Thanksgiving. Um, Fantastic. So you just hear them, the, how their opinions have varied over the year. Because that's with... Um, with uh, how the worst idea of all time works, they're every week they're listening to it, and so the like I feel like it's a different experience of watching a movie every week. Like you're gonna really pick up the nuanced stuff. Yeah. Whereas like watching a movie once a year, there's gonna be bits where every time you watch it, you're gonna go like, oh, I forgot about that, or oh, I. Whereas watching it every week, you're not gonna get that, and so like it's definitely a different experience, and like you have more time between to. Like forget things and to have your opinions change and to yeah. so that's that's uh, that's interesting. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's all right. I, I I love this. I love this podcast. And like, what's great is because these are five uh, exceedingly funny individuals. But uh, for the first episode, the one I I listened to uh, to prepare for this podcast, they start off talking a little bit about Paul Blart. Um, and they obviously they go through the plot for the most part. Um, they'll like give a synopsis and they'll hit on certain things. Um, but they all handled it. Uh, they all handled the viewing experience in, in different ways. Um, Griffin was ill during it. So his experience was broken up several times um, for him <laughs> because he had to run to the restroom. Because that's, you know, just part of his brand at this point. Well, um, some, so someone who who hasn't uh, listened to a McElroy Brothers uh, thing before might not know. Griffin is part of Griffin's brand is that he has IBS. And I I think it's uh, McElroy canon at this point that I don't know that he's capable of going more than about half an hour without going to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's it's a it's a thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so he, uh, uh, whereas Travis wrote down every, every joke that actually made him laugh, and there were 11 throughout the film, which is actually not a, <laughs> not a, not a great batting average for an hour and a half long comedy. But, um, but, you know, uh, Griffin was ashamed of him for laughing 11 times. Uh, <laughs> that's not a great batting average, but also that's 11 too many times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and there, so there was, uh, and like, even Griffin will admit there's, so it's, it's, it's delightful because the way they will like latch on to the bits they did find funny are very mm-hmm. good. Um, I do like, they, like, right off the bat, they start positing these theories about, um, Paul Blart Mock Up 2 in a way that after the first episode, they had changed the Paul Blart Wikipedia forever. <laughs> um, but apparently, spoilers, um, uh, the first, like, five minutes of this movie is just, like, a series of terrible, terrible things happening to the, bl- to the Blart. Um, oh. to the point where Griffin posits that, Maybe there is a shadow man of some sort uh, pulling the strings to to like make his life miserable as some sort of experiment. And now <laughs> reference to that shadow man can be found in the uh, Wikipedia page. Paul Wikipedia. Because, <laughs> you know, that's, that's how the internet works. Good. They, you never know with Wikipedia what they're going to edit out. And I guess not that. No, apparently not. I mean, who's really checking the Paul Blart? The only people checking the Paul Blart Mall Cap 2 wikipedia are fans of the show like (laughs) the only people who care about this film at this point are fans of the show like not even kevin james cares about this movie anymore i'm certain (laughs) Um, honestly this show might just because it reminds kevin james that that he made that film like (laughs) this podcast may ruin every thanksgiving for kevin james for all eternity (laughs) i doubt every thanksgiving well uh, it it depends it's He's possible. at a point where he may have like a Google alert set up for his name, and sure. I bet it comes up every Thanksgiving that there's a new episode <laughs> of Till Death Do His Blart. <laughs> sure, sure. Reminding um, him that he did that thing, and then said, "One more again. <laughs> one more again. <laughs> one more again. Let's do that. Let's do that one another time." Yes, please. Um, they they um. Yeah, they end up positing some wild theories about this film in regards to. So you, the um, episode you listened to is the first, the first time episode, that they yeah, the had, first, had watched it. Yeah, uh-huh. um, and so like spoilers on later episodes. I know I think year two 
like Griffin decides to mix it up by tr- lining up the film with um, Dark Side of the Moon, uh, <laughs> just to see how that how that works. And uh, so so they they have fun with it as as the years go on. But um, good. But yeah, in, within the first year, they're already positing theories about like immortality and like uh, uh, spirits and like it's all just wild. But <laughs> but they they. <laughs> They even it's a full like hour and a half long podcast or hour and change depending on the year, which is uh I don't know I think just enough time for five people to talk about this movie. Um, yeah, I think one of the years they should just do a commentary track that that like lines up with Paul. I, no, then I would have to watch Paul Blart Mall Cup too, so that might be unacceptable. Um, <laughs> one of no, these honestly, years I I'm gonna the commentary cage. track might be better to. <laughs> yeah. to that to not watch the movie too to just hear them reacting to it live like hear them reacting live to a movie that you still are not watching yeah to pbt <laughs> as they as they start to call it um but yeah so it's, uh, it's <laughs> something about this ludicrous idea executed by these five uh just uh, brilliantly hilarious people um, really brightens up my Thanksgiving, and like I have, I have a lot of fun on Thanksgivings for the most part. Um, recently, I've been I uh, this year I will be going, and I have gone in the past to my fiance's family's place for Thanksgiving, and she has like this wonderful, large, like really like fun family. So we have a lot of fun there. But like I still always look forward to to taking some some miles time and and sitting down with <laughs> and blart with, now till death do us blart yeah. <laughs> Um, so if y'all uh, oh. are looking for something to do on Thanksgiving, I highly recommend this podcast. Yeah. Um, so I do want to take this third opportunity that you've now given me on the podcast to say congratulations, brother, on Thank your engagement. You. Uh, now that you've, <laughs> I realized as I was editing last, uh, last episode that you had basically mentioned it twice and both times I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so uh, congratulations. <laughs> Uh, to you and and Ame both. Thank you. Uh, officially on, uh, you know, publicly for our twelve listeners. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm we're excited, and we're I mean we're nowhere near actual getting married at this point. That's it's such a huge process, but I'm very glad to be engaged, and I'm, you know, it's just the it was just the best night of my life. So yeah. Um, Anyways, back to Thanksgiving. Back um, to Thanksgiving. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's one thing you could do uh, for Thanksgiving. Um, I, I wanted to take, so we talked about our Thanksgiving as kids. We talked about our episodes. Um, I just wanted to really quickly talk about adult Thanksgiving a little bit because um, for the last like 10 years or so almost, yeah, uh, there are many years that we're not at, like we're not at the same Thanksgiving anymore. Yeah. Um, and so because you're in New York, uh, and mom and dad were, were here in North Carolina and I was still in Minnesota. Um, so a lot of times we would still go and do Thanksgiving. Uh, we would still go to Thanksgiving at grandma and grandpa's house sure. and eat, and eat very dry Turkey and, and, uh, awkwardly, uh, watch the game show network. And you know, that was that, um, one year we, we did that and we didn't, we didn't do much for, for Thanksgiving on our own. What we did do was the following Sunday. I want to say the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Um, it was the... What year did uh, did Episode 7 of Star Wars come out? Um, uh, it just, a, it just a couple few years 16? ago. Just a couple <laughs> few years ago. We did um, a watch-through of every Star Wars movie that had come out at the time. Um, the Sunday after Thanksgiving. But, like, instead of having... Cause I, I've always wanted to kind of do like a, you know, big Thanksgiving get together with friends and stuff, but everyone being that we were in Rochester still, everyone that's in Rochester has family in Rochester still. So yeah. they couldn't really do that. Um, and so Hannah and I decided we were going to do, uh, we watched all six Star Wars movies that were out at the time. Y'all did, did y'all do four, one, two, three, five, six? Uh, we did, uh, it's, uh, four, five. One, two, three, six. Right. It's that's uh, right. not quite the machete order. Um, we can <laughs> just the, uh, the machete order uh, cuts out episode one because apparently it's not the necessary for storyline, really. Whatever. But Kids these days. Uh, 
but I I, I like it. I'd, I'd like it in the order of uh, four, five, one, two, three, six. Um, especially because we had two people that were coming that had never seen Star Wars before. Yeah. And if if you're introducing someone to Star Wars, the best order to watch it in is four, five, one, two, three, six, because you don't spoil you. There each trilogy has its own uh like reveals as time goes on and by watching them in four five one two three six you don't spoil those moments um you still get the big reveals without spoiling anything which cool. is really cool um but so we had a bunch of people um we had uh, uh we watched it was 15 hours of movies yeah um and uh had uh like big just tons of food all day and uh it was a blast and that was kind of like our instead of thanksgiving that year i remember um, seeing uh, that being posted on facebook and being upset i couldn't go uh, it looked like a lot of fun so it was a blast um we did we had like star wars monopoly and stuff too just because sitting trying to sit still and just watch 15 hours worth of movies was not ever going to happen for anyone yeah that's a lot of sitting quietly so there was like quiet games and stuff being played and stuff throughout too. So Sweet. it was fun. Um, so that's uh, kind of the the biggest, funnest thing that I've done as an adult for Thanksgiving. What have you done for your adult Thanksgivings, brother? Honestly, um, for a while, when I could go back to North Carolina, I would. Um, there were a couple, there was like a few years that I stayed here and had like small get togethers with people who couldn't go home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to, went, uh, to see Ame's family, and that was a delight. It was my first time meeting a lot of them. I'm pretty sure I went to Thanksgiving before I went to Christmas. There were two separate years, but I think it was in that order. Um, and it was just a lot of fun. Um, like, some parts of it, like, the energy level remind me of, like, early holidays with um, Dad's family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but more space. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, like, that, that, like, higher energy, the, you know, the way that, that Graham, the way Graham used to bring it, um... <laughs> <laughs> uh so like I, I i think it's really nice so i'm really glad i'm I'm gonna be going uh again this year um oh yeah we really only talked about one childhood thanksgiving i i the we we definitely used to do two yeah uh and uh and yeah they were definitely very different yes yeah but um yeah it's nice uh so i mean this is this is good people got to hear a little bit about um not is it was it not your average turkey day yes and then they also uh, got to hear about a very average turkey day <laughs> from from us <laughs> yeah uh, so it's good they get the whole spectrum here um we should throw it on over the algorithm and uh get these people some recommendations on who should listen to what podcast let's all right i'll just put in the uh info right now all right all right Okay, I'm getting some results printed. All right, uh, Till Death to a Splar looks to be recommended for um, anyone who has nothing to do on Thanksgiving. If you're if you are away from family and just want to have like a a uh, an hour and change of of laughs and and uh, listening to these these great joke smiths. Um, you can and at this point you can binge all of them fill your whole thanksgiving day with these five <laughs> mad labs um <laughs> uh it's also recommended for for people who like bad film podcasts if you're a fan of either the mcroy brothers or the worst idea of all time check out till death do us blart uh if you like podcasts like the flop house if you like ms uh t3k um if you're interested in people like lampooning but like in a in a generally not entirely just like the cynical way um films uh then check out till death do us blart yeah very cool um so my readout here um says that um not your average turkey day from black and yellow podcast is recommended uh just for anyone who is curious about other how other people spend their holidays. Um, anyone who... It says it's recommended for anyone who uh, does not have a thin skin when it comes to, you know, having some of your traditional foods harped on. 
And also, a, another recommendation is forthcoming. Um, <laughs> yeah, Purge is running a little slow today. Let's, uh... <laughs> hold on, that. hold on. It, it cut off in the middle here. Hold on. All right. Um, <laughs> it, uh, it says that it is recommended for just anyone who is interested in just getting another perspective on Thanksgiving. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Thank you, brother, for doing this with me. Yeah, um, thank you, brother. Thanks, uh, mom and dad, for the things they do. Thanks yeah. to my beautiful fiance Ame. Um, and thank you to viewers like you. You can find us on Twitter at uh, Root of Pod. At Root of Pod. Um, you can find me on Twitter at MilesN005. Um, uh, as well as check out some of my other stuff online. Uh, look for the, na- uh, the Natural Ones on um, Twitch or on Instagram or on Facebook or on uh, uh, Twitter. Um, that's my D&D group. Uh, we stream uh, fun, uh, cool, world-building, role-play-heavy Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, check out my streams on Wednesdays. Uh, generally Wednesdays 5 to 6. It's not always super consistent just because scheduling. But generally Wednesdays 5 to 6. Twisted Reality AR VR. I'm streaming uh, virtual reality games. Um, yeah, so come check them out. Yeah, very cool. Um, definitely uh the the links that i will have posted for our podcast are for Podchaser. i like that because you can listen with apple and google apps from that link so i only have to share the one link um please uh follow review us on uh on Podchaser on on the the apple one also um do all the the happy internet things uh share tell all your friends that they have to listen to uh this podcast and tell your enemies too just tell everyone tell you tell your friends tell your family tell your neighbors tell randy gonzalez tell everyone yep all right thanks for stopping by i love you brother love you brother